Jason is drinking through the intro, so he doesn't talk through the intro. Welcome to the Ant Hill Show. Whatever it takes to work. Yeah, I'm Ant. This is Jay Hill enjoying a holiday Starbucks beverage. Um, way to support the local people there, Jason. <laughs> yes, shop local. <laughs> well, with a, a couple exceptions here and there. Yeah, so so Jason is here. Um, he's ready to roll, and I'm ready to roll. The bye week is over. Jason voted. Let's not get into anybody that he voted for. I don't care. Um, but I do care about Actually, 40. Do, but... I care about 49ers versus Chargers. Me too. Um, and we had a whole bye week, Jason. We didn't talk about the Chargers at all, but now no, we have uh, to. Yeah, now we have to. And what are your first impressions? You probably seen them play the Atlanta Falcons. I did. Uh, what did you think about where this team is? And then you know they have some injuries at the wide receiver position, which we're going to have to get into as well. So give me your first uh, thought on 49ers versus Chargers. Well, one of the big thoughts I've I've had is I've had for about a year now is they're a terribly coached team. They just are. Not a Brandon Staley fan. Brandon Staley fan is god awful. <laughs> the entire AFC should hope to God that like Dean Spanos does not actually want to spend any money and bring in a guy like Sean Payton because you put Sean Payton on, on that team and then at, at, that team becomes really, really dangerous. It, um, Sean Payton, you're right, and Frank Reich even. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Shimmer say fires and Frank Reich, offensive coordinator, quarterback guy, could would be perfect for Justin Herbert. Yeah, it it. As we see often, one coach can make a world of difference. I mean, our guy Mike McDaniel has made Tua into a productive, viable NFL quarterback. You imagine what a Sean Payton or a, 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 a Frank Wright could, could do with with Justin Herbert? Oh my God! Speaking of speaking of McDaniel, yes, he's, did you he's not, hilarious? But did yes. you not hear what he said to Justin Fields? I know you sent I, me the video. I did I, I loved talk, it? It was so great. When he's just like, stop that. It's he's not coachable. <laughs> Everyone should know that he, I told him what to do. He just didn't do it. He's just not a coachable guy. Like he's the most awkwardly funny guy in the whole sport. Like he yeah, just it, is hysterical. Last year he was my favorite press conference yeah. to watch. Uh, you know, this year it's the offensive uh offensive run game coordinator as well. But uh, just fantastic. He's, he's hilarious. A, he is uh, tiny little guy, but he's just oh, oh he's just he's yeah. hysterical. So we know the Chargers got Herbert, and Herbert's a you know tremendous young quarterback, big time guy. Uh, they're struggling a little bit with the wide receiver room. Of course, you know they. they Mike Williams is out. Mike Williams is out. Keenan Allen has Keenan said Allen's he, out too. He's not coming back until he feels hundred yep. percent. What is that going to look like? Um, they still have some weapons there. They were able to get the ball to Carter. Like they're still getting the ball out to some of their receivers. Palmer's a pretty good player too. Like we do, we, we do have to have to watch him. Like he he he's a guy who, who who can go across the middle and can go deep too. Like he he's he's a a talented player. And I feel like they suffered injuries on defense. If there's a team. They're, that is that is as injury us. prone as the 49ers. <laughs> it it got to be the Chargers, Absolutely. right? Oh, yeah. I think that's Jesse one thing. Jackson's out for the year. Bosa's yeah. out for a couple weeks at least. It, like, it might be an it might be an upgrade that J.C. Jackson's out for the year. Just he, he looks sure. like one of those guys that, that because he played really well in New England, he goes somewhere else. And Boy, am I happy about having Charvarius Ward. Uh, know, we had that conversation. Yeah. Like, that, ooh, well, yeah. No. But that, now, yeah. Yeah, that really worked out. So. Yeah, I think so. I think this is going to be a fun game. The 49ers, I think looking at it before the season started, uh, it looked like this was going to be a a really tough matchup for the 49ers to win. Uh, They were coming out of their bye, which is good news. But the Chargers with a young quarterback are really good, but they've suffered so many injuries. I think this is a winnable game. is Elijah Vera Tucker, too. Ooh, I did not realize they lost Elijah Vera Tucker. Their tackle, he's he's a big-time player, too. Yeah, he's pretty good. I remember scouting him. Coming out of college, pretty good player. Yeah. Uh, 
reinforcements on offense for the 49ers. So the news happens, right? Monday, Debo Samuel, Kyle Juszczyk, Jawan Jennings come back to practice. Elijah, too. Oh, they opened up the practice window for Elijah Mitchell. Uh, The 49ers, that's four weapons that the 49ers are going to have. This is exciting. What are you thinking about these guys coming back and reacclimating to this offense? Now that's going to have a full go, Christian McCaffrey. We saw firsthand what he did against the Rams. Now it's the other Los Angeles team's time to see it. I need to make one correction. It's Rashawn Slater, not Elijah Verrett. Well, thank you for picking. Yeah, you're right. Elijah. Uh, he's on the Jets. He's also out for the year, but he's a, he's a good player too. But Elijah Verrett Rashawn's, from USC. Rashawn, Rashawn Slater, Slater from Northwestern. Northwestern who's, was, an all, was, was I, I think, second team All-Pro. As a rookie last year. Oh yeah, he too. he's he, legit. He's, he's big time. He he's a legit player, and uh, you're right. So thanks for correcting yourself. It's okay to it's okay to co- mess up here and there as long as you recover. You recovered in kind. No Mike McGlinchey's not able to get past your mistakes. <laughs> you got past it, and that's what's important. Now back to the offense. <laughs> hey, um, we just saw them score 31 points against a pretty darn good defense without Debo, without Juice, without Jawan. Without Danny Gray. Without Danny Gray. Well, no, he played, but... but I mean, he's hardly <laughs> on the field, though. But, yeah, I mean, it, it just is... It's exciting because there's... Like, this is what we were talking about a couple weeks ago. Kind of get, get, get to the bye, let everyone get healthy, let Kyle kind of start to kind of move the chess pieces around the board, kind of see what he's going to come up with. From this point on, the rest of the season, I think this is where we really have to evaluate... Offense because now we're getting everybody back healthy, and, and now it gets to be kind of the, the fun stuff of what's Kyle going to come up with? Like, how's he going to use Debo? How's he going to use Caffrey? Go on, on on third downs. Hopefully, he can actually pull the ball every once in a while, too. But Juice factors in that, too, because he's, he's going to catch cold passes and stuff, too. I mean, it just it, it makes it very fun to watch because there's just so many different options and so many different ways to attack, not just the Chargers defense, which, which still is a pretty good defense in spite of all the injuries, but the rest of the year, it's just, it's, 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 it's going to be just awesome to watch. Yeah. When it comes to Debo Samuel and Christian McCaffrey um, <laughs> together, it's like, I want to quote Scott Bakula from uh, necessary roughness. Well, hell we ain't seen it yet. Uh, because we haven't, you know, that's sure under- like it though. Yeah, we haven't got to see it because Christian McCaffrey against Kansas City was not the Christian McCaffrey we got to see against the Rams. Uh, because in that matchup, he had a full idea of the playbook. He was put into third down offense. He was put into red zone offense. Those were things that he wasn't, you know, doing yet because Kyle didn't have enough time to get that together. Exactly. Couldn't adjust it when he comes in on a Friday on like Friday that. Morning. <laughs> so yeah, the 49ers definitely were going to see the first ever. Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel in full offense, which is spectacular, especially because Kyle Juszczyk's a part of that. And Kyle Juszczyk is huge for this 49ers offense. The way that he's, I mean, think about the game McCaffrey had against the Rams. There was no juice. What's he going to do with juices in front of him? They need to find those matchups as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is an exciting thing that's going on. It's good news in San Francisco. And it's something that's different. It's good vibes, right? It's just good vibes everywhere. 49ers need to... Of course, you know, keep going. They need a big win right here against the Chargers. But getting all these guys back makes you feel good. And Elijah Mitchell is one of those guys that we get going back. And that's one of the big things, Jason, that's going on. And one of the matchups to talk about is the 49ers run game. 
against the Chargers defense because the Chargers defense has struggled against the run. And you could say, oh, well, Atlanta runs good against everyone, which they pretty much have. They do, yes. Uh, but they're having pro- the Chargers are having problems stopping everyone's offensive run game. Chargers are allowing 5.7 yards per carry this season. If we don't think Kyle is going to find some way to hand the ball off 30-plus times, you're smoking some good stuff because he's going as great as Jimmy's been playing the last couple weeks. He's going to punish that run defense until they put eight guys plus in the box, and then look out. Over the top, there we go. Yeah, I think it's going to be a fun one. I think it's going to be a very diverse run game. You're going to see multiple you know, guys carry the ball. Elijah Mitchell will get some carries in this football game. Him, uh, Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel will sprinkle in a couple. I think we're going to start seeing the 2019 reverses come back for Debo. I think that's going to be a part of the run game going. And what what are you going to do when when you see Debo Samuel coming in motion on a fly sweep and you give a look to him? Are you giving the ball? Are you giving to McCaffrey going out of that? I think there's just this way. Debo goes this way. Debo goes in coast right around the backside. Christian McCaffrey motions in front. It spreads everyone. It's it's gonna be luck being a linebacker. It's gonna be sad. It's gonna be tough. Uh, I feel bad for the Chargers' uh, defensive coordinator. He's already having Debo nightmares having Christian McCaffrey nightmares and the 49ers just continue to have, you know, success. Now I want to ask you this because a big part of that run game is going to be this 49ers offensive line. Mm-hmm. How mm-hmm. have you felt the offensive line has done news that Colton McKivitz as well too, yeah. is going to be coming back. I don't know if he'll be active for this game, but at least his windows open. We're getting close to having a full strength offensive line. And John Lynch was with Matt Mayoka over the weekend. And he said, He's happy with where this offensive line is. He thinks Jake Brindle's rounding into form. He thinks Banks is being an absolute stud, which he is. He absolutely and is. that Spencer Burford continues to improve. What do you think about this? Uh, do you think this offensive line is going to be able to get this run game going? Or, you know, they're going to have some little bit of problems with Khalil Mack and some of those defenders for uh, the Chargers? I think the more that they practice together and play together, obviously they improve. Like, you, you, you know that O-lines have to have some chemistry. Like they don't just... Walk out day one and dominate. Is the offensive line better than what it, it was week one? Yes. Does, does all the weapons that we have make the offensive line a little bit better? It does because the defense's eyes are going to be just a half second kind of going, who's got the ball? Where are we going? And that extra half second will, will give them a step lower, which gives our guys a chance to get up in them and move them backwards. Uh, right it's a it's a christian mccaffrey effect it, mccaffrey literally makes everyone better uh he, he's good at third down protections right he can block here's the problem most teams want to rush five against jimmy garoppolo on third down mm-hmm. if you rush five you don't have anyone to account for christian mccaffrey out of the backfield and that means if if jimmy just hits him with a little check down one and he, cut and gone. he's one cut and go so i think that <laughs> right now defenses are having to play that they're having to only rush four. If they have timely blitzes, they're having to make sure they locate. And if Jimmy hits those, some of those pass plays, they can end up being huge home run hitters. Uh, now, now, and that was just one game against the Rams. Now we're going to get to see it with Debo in there as well. It's 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 spectacular to think about. San Francisco's in the top five in explosive plays this year, which is surprising because it hasn't necessarily translated to the scoreboard, but they do have the ability to... And, make big things happen and obviously with McCaffrey's gonna make it worse the other thing too I I, I I I heard this this morning San Francisco is the has the least amount of 
three and outs in the entire sport. That's pretty impressive. I mean, that helps your defense, helps defense. a huge exactly. way. It's only going to get better with McCaffrey. Uh, McCaffrey was literally a piece that opened up this offense because the things that he's going to be able to do make it more difficult for every defense. It also makes it easier for everyone on offense. Uh, we haven't even talked about George Kittle yet. Yeah, think, <laughs> think about that. They put up Tampa Bay scored 16 points on the Rams. Yeah. The 49ers were able to score 31 without Debo Samuel, without Kyle Juszczyk, without Jawan Jennings. Uh, it, it's it's amazing the difference one of these players makes. And I think Debo and CMC are kind of like that, right? Like, if you didn't have CMC, Debo could be that guy. When you have both of them, it's it's just scary. I that's what I think I'm most excited to see is what this offense looks like and how diverse Kyle gets with these exotic looks. Uh, what how many times he puts Elijah Mitchell out there with CMC? It's 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 going to be nasty. I mean, in in some ways, our our best formation could be McCaffrey, Mitchell, Usechek, and then with uh, BA and Debo or, or BA and Kittle or Debo and Kittle like those six guys in some combination on the field at all times is just like I would hate to be a defensive coordinator like who who what do we do like okay uh, just rush the passer if you don't get there right you 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 have a mismatch there's going to be a mismatch in every play and uh, with with that type of groupings that you can put together, and then all you have to do is locate that mismatch, mismatch of your Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh, how in other games they're bracketing George Kittle doesn't exist Hasn't anymore. anymore. Uh, you, oh, they're bracketing Debo Samuel. Good luck. Go that means Christian McCaffrey's one on one. And if you're bracketing both of them, because you can, yeah. that means Brandon Ayuk's one on one, and he's the best beating man coverage and one on one coverage on the 49ers. His last 17 games, he's 78 catches. Almost eleven hundred yards and eight touchdowns. That's like he's 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 pretty darn good. He's emerging almost weekly. He gets a little bit better, a little bit better, and it's just. I think that's why you're starting to hear the 49ers potentially talking contract extension with Brandon mm-hmm. Ayuk. Uh, it would make sense. Uh, Lock him up now before that thing goes up. Yeah, you get it, get it figured out, and that, that's what's one of the fun things. But Jason, offense isn't the only place where we're getting reinforcements because reinforcements are coming on defense as uh, well. Aziz is back. Yeah, Aziz Alshire's back. And not only is he 21 days he has, you know, to come back and be active, but he's he's going to play this week. He wants to play this week. He said he's recovered (laughs) even farther uh, than expected. So he's coming back on defense. We still have some question marks about Dre Greenlaw, Eric Armstead. They did not practice on Monday. They could be back to practice today on Wednesday. Uh, We'll see if that happens. If they do, then they could be on track to play as well. But the 49ers keep adding players back. This is good news for this team. And all the while, he just keeps giving Jason Brett longer and longer and a better chance to be back. Yeah. The, the guy that I would sit this week is Armstead. I don't think we need him. I, I, I don't think the Chargers run well enough up the middle to where we have to have him. So if we can give him an extra week to get ready for Arizona and for Seattle in a couple weeks, I think that's vastly more important than this game. Yeah, I mean, I think if you look at the way that the Chargers go about offense, uh, it's it's really outside the like outside, outside the outside, outside the box. Outside, yeah. Everything's outside. It would be a weak Armstead to get up. And actually, against the Cardinals, I know you want Armstead to chase, uh, but are you really worried about James Conner and that Arizona offense gashing you up the middle? 
I know I'm not. I think you're going to run more of that lightning package, those hybrid-type looks against them because you yeah. want the speed guys out there for lock uh, up old Kyler, Kyler Murray. I mean, he's, Duty. He, he's yelling at Hopkins. He's yelling <laughs> he's, at Kingsbury. Uh, Hopkins, he's just he's angry. Been, he hasn't been able to get monster, to you know though. past the progression point he wants on his on his video game, and that's been <laughs> tough on him. I know that's been a tough thing for yeah, him. I play Madden a little more. Yeah, uh, I, I think that you know this this is one of those things where Armstead has time because of who they're playing. Yep. But you're right. You want him to be back against Tampa Bay. You want him to be back against the Seattle Seahawks uh, on December 14th. Against like, the Tampa, he will be. A force because as bad as the Rams O line is, you can't convince me that that, that, that they're better than the Bucks O line. But the, the, the Bucks O line is just bad. It's 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 really bad. It is. It it really is. You know, and Jason, I think this defense is gonna round into form now. You know, I think they're gonna get these guys back. We don't know what's gonna happen with Kinlaw. His first chance to be able to be um kind of have his practice window open will be next week. Uh, we'll see if that happens and if he nice progresses to, that way. It'd be nice him out there if not then hopefully they make other you know additions or, or look other ways john lynch said they have a few other guys that they've you know been monitoring when he was asked about odell beckham I, i'm guessing he's kind of thinking a little bit about indomitian sue as well if you know see and, and it that's tough and who because... was it the raiders just uh went ahead and, and released someone today that really uh, the safety abram oh yeah uh they went ahead and released him today he's gonna have to clear waivers but yeah. I don't think the foreigners need a safety. I'm just saying there's there's good players available there's out still, there. Yeah, there's still some, and we have some cap room still too, where if there's really like if Kinlaw can't come back, then Indomitian needs to be at least in for it worked out in the conversation. But OBJ is just is just really fascinating though. Like it that just man, I he he's not the in honor of birthday he's not the the frosting even he's more of the candle on the cake but but it's a really cool looking candle that that it's hard to blow out it makes us even more tricky so it, I, I don't know like i think I, there are some there's some interesting layers that go into this you know jay glazer that came out and said hey he's going to be healthy by the end of the week he's going to be cleared and then it's all about just getting him in getting him conditioned uh, and then you know, getting him used to a playbook wherever he goes. He mentioned that the teams that could be in the bidding war, he which said he, has, that he wants to win, is his number one right. thing. So, to me, that means no Packers. No. To me, that takes the Rams out. Even though he loves LA, he has a house down there and stuff. Now it does. Yes. Yeah. I I think the Tampa Rams game, the loser was out in his. Mind, so. Why would he go to Tampa? I mean, they got Julio they got Jones, Mike Evans. I mean, Godwin. They they Godwin, don't win. Scotty Miller. I mean, they yeah. Got... I I mean, if you if you why would you go there when they already have like Julio Jones, for instance? You know, as like the third receiver. Although uh, he's, he's never healthy though. Dallas is the one that I Dallas and Buffalo I think are the biggest force. Jerry Jones was sure talking him up this morning on on his radio show. Yeah, he was. And with but with Josh Allen being hurt, I wonder if that hurts Buffalo. I know Von yeah. Miller's pushing for him to come there. You got Micah Parsons and Jerry Jones pushing. For him to go there with the star, the but other... all the while, I still remember when he went full yin yang twins and whispered in John Lynch's ear, You know, he would like, come get me, yeah, no, uh, that, that's, that that's still true. out there, you know. The other thing, too, that, that I'm wondering for him coming off two ACLs, does he want to be in a cold, cold weather on turf? I, I don't, I, I, I think that that might be an issue for him, too. So, to me, it comes down to. 
the us and the Cowboys, really. Yeah, and you know, it, it comes down to there's a, a conflicting reports, right, about I know he wants to win, but there's conflicting report that he wants a multi-year, a multi-year deal. The 49ers are not in on a multi-year deal. Uh, I don't think that they're doing that. Dallas, they would do that. I, I think Jerry Dallas Jones has is, to. is wild enough, especially after trading Amari Cooper. Uh, they 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 need to make a move like like that. But Odell is he's overall he's made good decisions as mm-hmm. far as you know like when he went to the Rams that was a smart move. Uh, he understands what he is in an offense. I think Kyle Shanahan could sell him if they got to the point where they had a conversation because he does different things than other players on the team. Yep. Like I love Jawan Jennings, but there it's not even a comparison. They're no. different kinds of players. I love Ray Ray McLeod, but these are not the same players. This is a different comparison. There's one guy that can create separation consistently on the 49ers, and that is Brandon Ayuk. McCaffrey? Oh. Oh, and now McCaffrey. You're, no, you're right. You're right. I, I forget forget about that. Um, but now if you added Odell Beckham, you would have two guys that could do that. Yep. Uh, the spectacular nature of what you could do with that offense, I mean, I don't even want to say it, but I'm going to. Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel, Christian McCaffrey, George Kittle, and Odell Beckham on the field together. Good luck figuring out if they're running. Good luck figuring out who to cover. Which way uh, they're going. <laughs> it would be the most dynamic, as far as skill players on offense, that I've seen in a long time. Um, and I'm I'm guessing at that point we have the J-gun because Jimmy's just going to sit in the shotgun and just let it roll, right? Oh, absolutely. I, I, I think, too, the idea of adding another, re- another receiver after what, after what happened with KC, it's like... We, we might need that extra weapon just to make sure because now obviously it was the defense's worst game. Everyone has a bad game on one side of the ball at one point. So I kind of look past that too. But if you get in a shootout, you want to have best guns. <laughs> and Mahomes is a big gun. Well, it could be also an insurance policy. Yep. If Brian New gets hurt, you have Odell. Debo Samuel gets hurt, you have Odell. Uh, you have another receiver that is formidable. Uh, and, you know, they've had so much problem with the fifth wide receiver. Danny Gray is just struggling. He's the rookie. He's having rookie, you know, it's problems in Kyle Shanahan's offense. Yeah, exactly. This is what happens. You know, and Brandon Ayuk has talked about how he's ha- trying to help Danny Gray. But I heard Jennifer Lee Chan talking about the fact that the the, the wide receiver coach is having, Hankins is having to go every single uh, series that they have on in practice and tell Danny Gray, no, you're supposed to line up here. You're supposed to go here. If you don't know fundamentally where to line up, you ain't playing. You ain't playing. So <laughs> it, what it means is the Fortners don't have five solid wide receivers. They have four uh, because they have Brandon Nuke, they have Debo Samuel, Jawan Jennings, who's a great third down threat, and then Ray McLeod, who I think has been kind of ascending recently. Mm-hmm. Um, look, but he does confidence and stuff. Odell just does right. Odell's making those plays down the field. The throws that, that people are saying are bad throws from Jimmy, Odell's competing for those He's, and potentially making the catch. And I I think even off two ACLs, he still is would be our third best receiver hands down. But he yeah, uh, he's he's the third just, best receiver hands down. Yeah. And then you just you right, you look at the medical and if you feel comfortable, you go with it. But it's not gonna be a guaranteed contract. More than likely it's gonna be a pretty cheap base salary with a lot of accelerations that kick in for performance bonuses. Uh, wins probably too, honestly. And wins yeah. and, and playing time and things of that nature. So I, I think it's still a possibility. I think the Cowboys are the leader in the clubhouse for the mere reason that Jerry Jones will overspend. He will want to sign him to a large contract. Uh, and, but I think if, if Odell really looks at it, the 49ers are the best situation to win. This, this almost has a, a Dion feel to it. 
ooh, let's hope it's 94 and we win. Uh, like, <laughs> because if, if it goes to the... Us and the Cowboys kind of battling for a, a big-time player. Well, the 49ers have been battling with the Rams, and they picked up McCaffrey. Let's see if they can beat out the Cowboys this time. Uh, the bidding war is on, according to Jay Glazer. Let's see what happens this next week. That was really good on the defense. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's okay. <laughs> it's a, spent five minutes talking about OBJ. Sometimes conversations <laughs> have to be had, right? I mean, that's just the way it exactly. is. Well, let's talk about the defense a little bit more. My guy. Um, even though Odell would help the defense a lot because he would keep them off the field probably a little bit longer. Keep on scoring. Uh, keep on scoring. slowing down Justin Herbert, and this is one of those ones that's big because you've been a huge Justin Herbert fan. I have question marks on Herbert coming out of Oregon. I was wrong. He's looked fantastic. You were on on this the whole time. Um, I think that that's why I'm really interested to see what your point of view is on slowing down Justin Herbert. I think him not having some of the weapons slows him down. Him having Brandon Staley as a coach slows that's him down. Slows him down big time. Um, but what do you think the 49ers can do to somewhat him up Justin Herbert and get a win this Sunday? Well, one of the things that I've been surprised about in his first two-plus years is if you go back to him at in Eugene, he ran a lot more than he does here. So, and he's he he's six six two thirty. Obviously, got a cannon for an arm. He ran a, I think he ran a, like a a four six at the combo too or a combine. I mean, he he he's he he's, good, he's yeah. an elite athlete. He was a four point three student as a biology major. So, we're not going to necessarily confuse him with a look. But our talent will be able to out-execute their offensive line. But at at the end of the day, he's hard to bring down. He he will every once in a while believe in, in that rocket he has coming off his shoulder called an arm. Which so there he has one or two throws a game that 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 might be in the coverage. But that, but that's also because he trusts his receivers a ton too, which. I love that too. Like I, I love a, a quarterback who, who who believes in his team. So Ward or Ward or those guys will have a chance to make Ward a, or Ward. Ward or... <laughs> <laughs> They'll have a chance to make a, a play. The thing that makes him special, though, is his, his timing and his accuracy. He, he can throw a 25, 30 yard pass to a guy with this much space and put it right where it has to be so he catches it and goes on more. So our pass rush needs to get to him because even though I love our secondary a ton, if we give him time at, at, at certain spots, he will get us because so, he's, just, he's just that good. I mean, he is in that Josh Allen, Mahomes talent level. Yeah, I mean, he's he's spectacular. The arm is there. The athleticism is there. He processes information really well. Um, I do believe that they could confuse him at times because the way the 49ers have so much versatility with the the players that they use, they can blitz and they can run packages up front that can get him a little bit off his spot. Uh, but Herbert is going to be able to have some success against his 49ers defense. What level? I don't know because it's going to be all on him because I think the 49ers can take away the run game of the uh, Chargers. And once they do, it becomes all about Herbert. If Herbert had, you know, Keenan Allen and Mike, it, Williams. And Mike Williams, we yeah, might be having different, a different a different, a different conversation, be, right? Because he could rely on his yeah. ability and his receivers. If he doesn't have them, though, it's going to be about him. It's going to be about Austin Eckler. And I think that makes it more difficult for him. I think the 49ers could come up with some exotic blitz, blitz packages. I think they could run some stunts up front. 
put pressure on him. I think that's what's going to be the key. Make this pocket collapse on him. And I think that's the way to slow him down. Of course, just like with all things, stop the run, though. Even though it appears it's going to be easy to stop the run uh, because they haven't been able to run the ball up the middle, like you talk about Slater's out. Um, Eckler's just not a guy that runs in the interior, and that's where the 49ers' weakness is. The weakness is not sideline to sideline where Aziz Alshire and, and uh, players like Fred Warner and, and those guys. Yeah. The human spear. The guys that run around, right? Oren Burks, they fly all around yeah. and make plays. Uh, so sideline to sideline speeds where they're at. They've already had game plans against the guys like Christian McCaffrey. They know what it's like to play dynamic running backs. So I think they they do have a method to stopping Justin Herbert. Uh, but you're right. He's going to be a tall order just with all the great quarterbacks in the league. Eckler, too, is, it can be worrisome because he's really good on swing passes and in screens, too. So that's one thing that we definitely have to watch that too yeah for sure i mean that's the thing right if you're going to bring blitzes you've got to expect to get screened the good news for the for the 49ers defense they got screened to death against kansas city <laughs> they got screened to death against los angeles rams they are going to be prepared for it and it's like nick bosa said at halftime of that game against the rams they said you know what we're just not going to be able to get to Stafford right now we need to take away the screen passes we need to play our part so they do know how to adjust, and I think that's going to be part of it. But you're right. It would be smart of Herbert and them to try to run screen passes. Um, but you still got to be able to execute it, and let's see if they can get it done, Jason. But I got to ask you this. What is your bold, and I'm talking really bold prediction for 49ers versus Chargers? San Francisco could easily win by 20. Wow. That's really, I don't know if that's really bold. Might be really bold because they haven't won. A, they haven't been winning games like that. Oh, that's interesting, and and I like it. They and, do actually. They're actually third in the league with in terms of double digit wins. Wow, I know. Weird. I was I was surprised. I was like, huh? Oh yeah. Well, now I'm interested. You yeah. said they could win by twenty. What is your game score prediction? I they could. I don't know. 49ers versus Chargers Sunday Night Football. Curious, Jason. Thirty-four uh, seventeen. 34-17, I think that's a pretty solid number. 49ers defense would show up, but Herbert would still get something going. Still get something, but... 49ers offense still scoring like that. That's impressive. That would mean two straight 30-point games. Uh, will The question I got for you then off of that, will Jimmy Garoppolo throw for two touchdowns and continue his yes. streak? Yes. Wow. Yep. That, he's, he's, on a, he's on a hot he's on a hot streak one right now. One to Kittle, one to Ayuk. Ooh, no CMC out of the backfield catching the touchdown. Not, not catching one. I, I didn't say not scoring. What about one, Debo? No, Debo is not going to get a, a, a touchdown catch. Well, I am excited. He for... might get a touchdown run, though. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm excited for this game, Jason. 49ers, Chargers is going to be awesome. Hope everyone is ready for it. Sunday night, you can come here on 49ers Cutback. I'm going to do a watch party. So I'm going to go live during the whole entire game and so, watch 49ers so versus Chargers. Jason's going to be out of town. Uh, he's probably going to be listening on the radio, or he could just go on the 49ers Cutback and listen to me talk about the game. But join me for I mean, that watch I'd, party. I'd rather have you than, than Chris Collinsworth. So. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and you won't. I won't do any touchdowns. And... I can't even do the Greg Papa. That's not a bad thing. Yeah, I'll, I'll do. I'll Here's, do the Starkey. Much better. Here's one more though. Okay. Except for the game against Tampa, because I I still really like like their defense a lot. San Francisco should score thirty in almost every other game. Wow, I love that. That's uh, I like really that you're should. going with another bold prediction. I love it. 
it's bold. It's, it, it's the McCaffrey factory. Just, yeah. It just admit it, it's good. I, I'm just going to be like, oh, what a bonanza. <laughs> <laughs> I love Joe. I love it. If you haven't had the opportunity, go ahead and like the video, subscribe to the channel. Really appreciate all the recent growth. It has been fantastic. Me and Jay Hill have enjoyed doing this episode. We're going to enjoy the game on Sunday. I hope you do as well. Join us here for that live show. Also, a reaction afterwards. It's going to be a great time. Hope you guys all enjoy your weekend. Hopefully, the 49ers continue this role. Jason, until next time, let's go Niners.